Welcome to the Balanced, Beautiful, and Abundant Show. My name is Rebecca Whitman, and I'm a success mentor. I believe there are seven pillars of success your spiritual life, your physical fitness, your emotional, romantic, mental, social, and finally your financial life. When you get all seven areas in alignment, you are balanced, beautiful, and abundant. I learned this the hard way. I've always made money. Unfortunately, I spent so much time making money that I never had time for the rest of my life. So, despite not having financial worries, I was never happy. I wanted romance, but I didn't have time to date. I wanted to be in great shape, but I couldn't find a moment to go to the gym. I wanted a more spiritual life, but I didn't meditate. That also takes time. I wanted to read great books and fill my mind with deep thoughts, but I never made the time. I wanted a great social life, not just going to work-related events. Emotionally, I was a wreck because my life was totally out of balance. Today, I earn more money than I ever have in my life, and I work only part-time. I have the relationship of my dreams. I'm in the best physical shape of my life. I'm spiritually grounded. I feel fulfilled mentally, socially, and emotionally. My life is in perfect alignment. This podcast will help you discover where your life is out of balance. My mission is to support you in achieving work-life balance so that you can have more fun and freedom in life. On my show, you will get to learn from experts in all seven areas of abundance. My guests have achieved tremendous success in their zone of genius. Are you ready to go to a level 10 in all seven areas of life? You got this. Hello, it's Sarah Zalecki. How are you? I'm doing great. Hi, everybody. (laughs) So nice to have you on the Balance Beautiful Abundant Show. And this interview is really special for me because I've known you for about 25 years. Yes. And I met you in another direct marketing company and we had friends, we saw each other at trainings, and now... It's 25 years later, and out of all the people we used to hang out with, you're the most successful one. Well, I don't know about that, but oh my gosh, thank you for that compliment. So of course, I'm going to ask you how you did it, but first, let me tell my listeners a little bit about your story. So Sarah started off as a nanny, and she suffered from loneliness and fear that she wasn't good enough to becoming this world-renowned leader in network marketing. She is now a motivational speaker, an international business trainer, and she is raising two young kids and having just a loving, joyous, wonderful marriage. So I want to ask you, do you still struggle with those feelings of not good enough? Oh my gosh, I think everyone does, right? Yeah. I I think you don't ever get over it, but you learn how to manage it. Yeah. So what are some of your coping strategies or tips? Because I think you're right. It's universal. All humans feel at some point that they're not good enough or that they're, I call it never enoughism, not good enoughism. So what kind of strategies can you share with our listeners? How do you deal with it? Well, I think it's important for all of us to realize that we all have value. 
and we all have a message no matter what it is and it's important to realize that and you know i just think for myself i mean i think that the not good enough too is almost a little bit of um perfectionism right mm -hmm. feeling you're not good enough because it's wanting to do things perfectly and and i think too because of that there's a lot of fear right in our lives and so I think for me, I've actually learned how to help manage my fear really more than anything. And I actually had read a book, it was probably it was a long time ago, over a decade ago, that was called Conquer Fear. If you haven't read it, it's a fantastic book. And one of the things that she talked about in there is learning how to have a different perspective of fear. And instead of being afraid and having the unknown, it's learning how to be excited about that because on the other side of it, man, there is a lot of breakthroughs and a lot of goodness that happens, right? And so for me, whenever I have that feeling of fear coming up, no matter what it is in my life, it could be something fearful that, you know, I'm doing with raising my kids or my business or my, you know, do whatever, right? There's so much stuff. I just stop and I realize like the moment that I feel that, it's actually my green light to go and to get excited. And so now, whenever I have that feeling of fear, whatever it is in my life, I, I now go, I mean, I, there's so many times I've told my husband, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so scared. And this is so amazing because I know what's getting ready to happen, right? And so I just learn how to have that perspective and it helps me where, Rebecca, like now, the unknown, right? And there's a lot of unknown right now, right? Let's face it, there's a lot of unknown. I am really excited about that. Like I get really excited about the unknown side of it. And so I think it's just learning how to have just a, a totally different perspective when it comes to the feeling not good enough, the perfectionism, which really all of that is just fear. I mean, let's just face yes. it. So, so that's kind of how, that's my big, big coping, you know, skill that I do probably every other day, really. That is beautiful. I like to call it nerve-sided because oh, fear and excitement that. are the same emotion. It's just if you're thinking positively or negatively about the outcome. Yeah. So exactly. shifting from fear to excitement and fear stands for false evidence appearing real. Yeah. So I really love that shifting from fear to excitement. And now you've retrained your mind. So you've literally like retrained the neural pathways in your brain to instead of being fearful of the unknown to be excited about the unknown which yeah. is so cool yeah but it takes time though too right oh, yeah. you really have to like it's not like just the first time i do it i'm like hey i'm good no like you have to like force yourself to do that until it like gets in the grooves of your brain right it's a practice i mean it's yeah. a discipline and when you when you're rewiring your brain from fear to love or from negative to positive it's a practice and it, it does take time. So be patient with yourself. And it's like a daily discipline, just like working out or brushing our teeth. Like, cause so much in our society is fear-based, like yes. the news and all the, you know, uh, media is like fear, 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 fear. So not mm -hmm. to, to give into that fear consciousness is definitely a practice and a discipline. So yeah, like be patient with yourself listeners. So 
I know you are a very successful entrepreneur, $80 million a year in revenue, probably even more since I read that bio because you guys have had your best year ever. Congratulations. Thank you. And you know, more success stories come out of recessions than any other period in American history. And you're one of those success stories. So I just want to congratulate you. Thank you. Um, sure. What advice would you tell someone who is just starting their journey? Like maybe today's day one and they hear this podcast and they're like, I'm sick and tired of my job. I'm inspired by what Sarah did. What do I do? How do I start my journey as being an entrepreneur? What would you tell that person? Well, I think first of all, you got to figure out what turns you on, right? I mean, what are you passionate about? I mean, you could go start any business, but if you're like, if, if it's not like burning in the gut of your belly, like hang it up, like don't even start, right? Because there are going to be all these challenges that we go through and the ebbs and flows of a business with being an entrepreneur that, you know, you've got to have right in, in the book, Think and Grow Rich, you have to have that burning desire, right? If you don't have the desire, well, any little thing that happens, it's going to be a hiccup. Someone's going to say boo, and then you're going to freak out and quit, right? right. So it's like you've got to figure out for you, like, like what, what do you get excited about? Like, what's the thing that if someone start, if someone asks you a question about, you cannot stop talking about it, right? Like, what is something that you would, you know, stand on top of a soapbox on and just and just talk, right? And just be super passionate. I think, you know, you have to kind of figure figure that out. And and I think too, what for a lot of people, I think so many times people are trying to figure out you know, what, what path they want to go down as far as starting a business. But I think it's important to, to figure out like your purpose piece. I think sometimes the purpose for people, they feel like, I don't know, people feel, I, sometimes I feel like people have to like go in the wilderness, sit on a rock, sit and think about it forever. And then it's just going to get like downloaded. And the reality is, is that your purpose most of the time is like sitting at the t on the tip of your tongue. Like, it's like, it's like, again, it's like, what's the stuff that gets you fired up? Like, don't second guess that. Like yeah. that intuition is super powerful and it, and, and that's it a lot of times. So I think it's, you know, figuring out what that is that gets you lit up and then go do research on it. Go do your homework on it, right? Go figure out like, Hey, like there might be some of these businesses in that arena that are good, but how can you make it better? Right. right? And that needs to be the thing that you plug in with. And then obviously, you know, it's, it's that entrepreneur learning how to be resourceful, figuring it out, right? You know, all of that type of stuff. Then obviously logistics and stuff will come after. But I, I really think the drive and the purpose piece is, I mean, that's what's going to carry somebody long term, right? With building a business. So what's your why? What's your purpose in building a business? Um. You know what? I wanted to be a part of something that was bigger than me. You know, I I wanted to be, I wanted somebody, when I first got started as an entrepreneur, you know what? Straight up, I just wanted to be somebody. As silly as that sounds, I just wanted to be somebody. I, you know, I grew up in a really very, very middle class um, family in, you know, Minnesota, right? In the Midwest. And um, oldest out of four, uh, didn't finish college, not because I wasn't smart. I just kind of took another path and, and I wanted to be somebody. I was like, man, I wanted to be somebody that 
I could be proud of, that people would be proud of me, that my parents would be proud of, that somebody said, wow, she, I'm inspired by her. And that's really why I got in in the beginning, right, to, to start building a business. But like now for me, fast forward, I mean, to me, it's just, um, I, I love, well, number one, two parts of this. Number one, I've got two little kids, a five-year-old and a seven-year-old, right? So my, my why really is I want my kids to see what it's like to chase a dream. Nice. I want them to see what it's like to work hard. I want them to see what it's like to fall down on your face and cry your eyeballs out and skin your knee and get back up. And I want them to see what it's like to, to triumph and have wins and make an impact and make a difference. And right. Like I, I love for them to see somebody adapting and what does it mean to be flexible and figuring it out and, and being a problem solver, right? Like all of those things. So I love doing those things every day because my kids see all of that. They see all of that. So we can try to teach our kids all that, or right. we can be that in front of them and they will become that. They're watching and they're absorbing everything. Oh, totally. So, so that piece for me, that, I mean, I think that's my why uh, with my kids, but then the second piece of that is just, I really want to make a uh, difference and on a big scale. And I feel that the business that I'm in is extremely scalable and has been scaling. Yeah. And so because of that, you know, I look at uh, every person that I meet, either A, I'm going to enrich their life or B, they're going to enrich mine, which yeah. is, which is a blessing, right? And yeah. so I think that, you know, that those two are really my driving force on why still to this day, I work so hard is, um, I feel like those are like my job descriptions, really, in my life. Love it. I love that so much. So I know this is not your first rodeo, although it is your most successful rodeo, and probably your last, because you probably you know, have enough money to retire tomorrow if you want to. Yeah. So what was your path? Like, How many different network marketing companies were you in, and how did you kind of deal with the rejection and maybe the judgment from your friends and family? Like, oh, Sarah's in another one of those deals. So how, was, how, how did you experience like rejection and judgment based on your path? So, I, so I've been in network marketing 23 years and the company that I'm with now is just my third company. Wow. So yeah, so I've just been with three companies for 23 years. So, but I did take a hiatus, right? So I was with the company for five years, went out of business. That's where we met. That was the that's first time. Yeah. And so I took my skills that yeah. I learned on just developing relationships and that sort of thing and just investing in friendships and, and so forth. And I actually became a corporate recruiter. So I don't even know if you know that. So I, I did Yeah. So I did corporate recruiting for C-level execs for a number of years, um, then was actually uh, brought back in, introduced to network marketing. And I'll tell you, I came in kicking and screaming. <laughs> I had my fingers crossed, my toes crossed, everything. I was just like, oh man. Uh, and I was like, okay, I'm just going to see how this goes. And long story short, I met my husband in that company. So what? how cool is that? And then we actually built a business together there for eight years. And then the company that I'm with now for the last seven, I was actually brought in to consult for them to help create this new business model that we've been building for, you know, seven years together. And, and here we are. So I think, you know, I think for when you talk about the rejection piece, I think it's just really, you know, 
I, it's important. I think even just in sales is understanding that when people say no, when your product is rejected, your service is rejected, you can't get a business appointment, whatever it may be, you know, not, it, they're not saying no to you. They're just saying no to that. Right. You know, it has nothing to do with you. So the, the more that you can just understand that, you know, there's a sales process and just learning how to fall in love with the process versus the results. Yeah. Right? The, the more that you can be, become just unattached to the outcome of it all, just the, the better you're going to be. And so for me, I just, it's just learning. I just learned how to know that like, Hey, I just want to make sure that everybody knows about my business. Some are going to love it. Some aren't, but everyone's going to understand what I do. And because down the road, maybe they could be a resource for me with the referral or they decide that they maybe want to partner with me and prom promote my brand part-time, whatever it may be. Like I just really have had that mindset of, it doesn't matter to me if you, if you love this or not, I just want you to know what I'm up to. That right? is so awesome. And yeah, that's exactly that's what happened with us. Know. I mean, right when you were starting it, you asked me if I was interested. I was like, no, I'm really focused on my acting and I don't have any interest in network marketing. And now, and a lot of people, that's why your business has, you know, grown to a multi-billion dollar business this year. Everybody's home. Nobody can like go out in the world and do different kinds of businesses. There's not many auditions or anything in production right now for acting. It's like, yeah, let, let me call Sarah. I called you and I was like, are you still doing that home-based business? Because I want to do something from home. And I've been approached with everything, you know, from financial services to legal services. But just like you said, I wanted to find something that I was passionate about. And what I am super passionate about is health and fitness and beauty. And I could talk about health and fitness and beauty all day long. So I was like, I knew that's what you were up to. And really, I was, I found you. So had you not planted the seed seven years ago, I would have found someone else. So I'm, re I'm really grateful that you did and that you were in the back of my mind. And literally during a meditation, boom, you popped into my mind and I got a download like, oh, well, I'm supposed to call Sarah today. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing too, is that I know that the, the timing, I think it's also under understanding like whether you're network marketing or not, if you are in any type of sales, understand that the sales cycle and the timing yes. is everything. Mm -hmm. You know, I always tell people, it's like, imagine a clock, right? And you got like 12, three, six, and nine. Everybody in the world falls somewhere on that clock. Mm -hmm. And your whole goal is you got to catch them when they're at 12. And guess what? When I first talked to you, guess where you were at? You probably were at three. You are yeah. not even close to 12, no. but it's that whole process that someone has to go through a lot of times to get that business account or sales account or someone to uh, become a partner with you in your business, right? So just understanding too, I think that's a really good principle, Rebecca, for people that have challenges with rejection of going, hey, listen, when they say no, like don't freak out. They're just not at 12 o'clock yet. That's yeah. okay. Right? That's okay. Just let them be. They'll come around the clock. Just make sure you're in the game when they do say yes. Absolutely. Not to stay in the game long enough, right? For until when they do say yes, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I remember you drove two hours out of your way to meet with me. And, and also you invested in the relationship, which is another thing that the listeners, you know, we learned that in our first company. We don't close sales. We open relationships. 
and you invested in the relationship, you know, a couple hours of driving, an hour or two at dinner, and it's like, wow, like Sarah's really my friend. She's not just trying to like, you know, get me into some, you know, deal. Yeah. And I felt that. I felt that connection. And even though we hadn't really talked a lot since then, it was still, it was a lasting impression. Yeah. Yeah. That's important. So if you don't have a lot of money to invest in a company, how can you start a home-based business? So, well, the beautiful part about a home-based business is you can get started on a shoestring, right? I mean, I think about my friends that have opened up a sub shop or they've tried to open up a boutique or they've done, right? Some of them, they've been successful. Some of them, nowadays, it's rough, right? They've actually had to close their doors, which is just so heartbreaking, right? And so I look at what it costs to open up you know, some of these places, like one of my friends opened up a Quiznos. I don't know if you've ever heard of Quiznos, but like for for them, like just to like fill an application was like $25,000, like let alone like pay, you know, $500,000 for the franchise. Then what about all the food and the inventory and the employees and the tax and the insurance and the, you know where I'm going, right? I mean, it's crazy. So I, I always tell people, my guys, you can get involved in a home based online business $300, you can be in profitability within your first, you know, couple days and you're off to the races. Like, tell me somewhere else that you could actually do that, right? Now, you do have to believe in the service or the products and, you know what I mean, the model that that business has, right? But again, like, if you can get behind that, like, you know, you're golden, right? So, yeah, I think that's a thing people have to realize, too. It's like, oh my gosh, like, I'm crazy, not to have a multiple stream of income in these times. Yes. You're crazy. Like you've got to be able to be smart enough to go, I need multiple streams. You just, everyone needs a safety net. Everybody needs a plan B. Um, I, you know, it's like, why do people or did, they don't really do that much anymore, but why were they driving Uber and Lyft, right? Because they were part of the gig economy, right? Where it's like, I need to do something. I can do a job and I can get paid on it. Right. And so inside of our business that we have, it's very much, it's very similar to the gig economy, right? Where within my brand, people can promote something and they get paid on it that day. Right. And so again, we are just the, comp- the when we started this company, we're like, we've got to be able to, you know, fill a need for people out there. And we felt, we feel like we've done a really good job of doing that. I can't agree with you more. Multiple income streams is so important. And also brick and mortar, as I feel terrible for the small business owners and even the big companies of America that are just closing down their their storefronts, but it's a thing that is just dying. So everybody, you know, if you can find a way to tap into the online marketing economy, that that is gonna create stability in your income. And give you an extra stream and I just I can't say enough good things about online marketing I take a lot taken a lot of online marketing courses during this quarantine to there's so much to learn about launches and click funnels and you know market like email marketing like it's a whole thing but I'm just like throwing myself into it because I know that that's where the future is the future mm-hmm. is in doing business online yeah I mean the internet's not going away <laughs> no, it's not. You know what I mean? Like it's it's just not. I mean, it's just getting bigger by the moment. 
So your model differentiates network marketing from, uh, you call it social retail marketing, right? Yeah. So can you explain to the listeners what is the difference in your opinion? Yeah, I can do it very simply. So, you know, our biggest thing is we took, we looked at the whole area of like direct sales and network marketing. A lot of great things have come from there. So many people' lives have been enriched in so many different facets, right? So we took all the good things, all the things that we just love, but then we also looked at like social shopping and viral sharing and, uh, and e-commerce and online marketing. Like we looked at all of those things and we're like, that is some big business. And we looked at what if we could kind of put it all together and create this awesome marriage. And so we actually call it social retail. And so um, we've been able to do that. And our whole model is based off of promo codes, which, you know, everyone loves a promo code. They love yeah. a good deal. And um, so people, you know, are loving the fact that, you know, we're an online retail brand that, you know, our whole umbrella of products are, you know, really everyday essential products. But Number one, they're super safe, meaning you can read the, the labels on the, you know, you can read the ingredients on the label, you know what it says, um, but they're also super affordable for people because that's really important, but they're also high performance, meaning they actually like, they do what they say they're going to do. So when you can have an online retail brand built off promo codes that also has an incredible product line that does those three things, well you're going to hit a home run. And that's what we've been able to do over the last seven years. What's your favorite product and why? Uh, my favorite product is our BioCell, um, which is collagen, hyaluronic acid, um, and chondroitin sulfate. Why? Because we're all looking for the fountain of youth. Hello, ladies that are listening. How many needles? How much Botox? How much? You know what I'm talking about? Right. Yep. And um, I'm like, what if we could give them a natural approach and, and two that costs a lot less. Right. I mean, let's face it. And so, you know, you can just, it's liquid collagen. So it's immediately absorbed into your bloodstream and people can drink it. And there, we've had tons of clinicals, tons of, we have like seven U S and international patents, lots of awards wow. on it. Um, and so that, that product by far is, uh, is our, number one selling product because everybody wants collagen, you know? So why is this, not to get too much into the science of it, but in layman's terms, why is this collagen so much more potent than all the other collagen products on the market? Because there's so many right now. Well, I, I, you need to ask, like, what's in that collagen? I mean, I think really simply delivery system, number one, a lot of collagen is in capsule, pill, powder form right? Yeah. Ours isn't a liquid. Pretty simple to figure out. If you take in a liquid, it immediately absorbed in your bloodstream, right? That's the first thing. But number two, a lot of these other collagen products that people are taking out there, like where's the science behind it? Is, yeah. it, a, is it behind an infomercial? Is it on some website? Like I want to see your white papers. I want to see your clinicals. I want to see your patents. Like if they don't have any of that stuff, like I don't even know what you're getting. Like, I don't know. Is it a placebo? Is it good marketing? Right? So it's like, you've got to be smart enough to do your homework and due diligence to see the proof. You know, I'm, I'm a Midwest girl. I'm all, I'm like, give me the facts, Jack. Like, don't give me a bunch of like, you know, don't give me smoke and mirrors. Like I, I want to know legit, like, is this stuff really real? Otherwise, like, 
I'm out, right? I, I, I have no desire to even take a look at it. So, um, but you know, we've got some, you know, we've got all that research and homework that people can do, you know, in regards to it. Um, but you know, it's, uh, it's an incredible thing. I, you know, the thing that I always tell people too, you have to understand, like when you were a baby, when you were born, you were, that's the reason babies were chubby because they are chock full of collagen and hyaluronic acid. But guess what happens the minute you're born? You start losing all that stuff. So that's yeah. why as you get older, you start losing your hair, dry skin, joint discomfort, your eyes start getting dry because even the liquid in your eyes, right, is that. And so that's the thing. It's like if, if we can give someone an option where they can, you know, you know, put back in their body the hyaluronic acid and collagen in a really simple way, well, then let's do it. And so we did. And I love it. I've been on it for just a week and it tastes so good. And I just, I'm so excited that I found these products. I'm yeah. like super, super excited. And I also want to talk about the weight management product because so many people want to lose weight. Everybody's obsessed with different trends like paleo or ketosis or, you know, high fat, low carb. There's so much talk right now of the best way to lose weight. So can you talk a little bit about your weight loss system? Because I know my listeners are always wanting, even if you're in pretty decent shape, like for me, I was in good shape, but I kind of hit a plateau where I just had a couple little problem areas. And this product I know is already helping me and I've only been on it a few weeks. So do you want to talk a little bit about the weight loss program or the fat loss program? Yeah, yeah. So our lean, so our lean body system is actually like a three-part system, and two out of our three products were actually created by a gentleman by the name of Greg Horn. And Greg Horn actually is a former CEO of GNC. I don't know if you yeah. know that. And so he's actually sits on our board, and so he's like, "Hey guys, like I've got these really incredible products that I've been kind of keeping in my back pocket that I formulated that I'd like love to introduce to your, you know, introduce to your brand." And so we're like, we're in, <laughs> you know what I mean? We're on board. And so um, inside of our lean body system, it's basically just a, a three-part system. But it's what, the one thing that I love about it, Rebecca, is it's actually sustainable for people. It's not like, hey, here's a cleanse and let, you know what I mean? You're going you're gonna to feel like you're dying for like two weeks. Like, <laughs> enjoy it, right? I mean, like, who wants to do that? Or, you know, be on the toilet for a week. Like, no one wants to do that. You know, like no one, you know, no one wants to take products that they feel like, you know, their, their heart's jumping out of their throat, right? I mean, like, right. there's so much of that gimmicky stuff. And so we're like, listen, we can't come from the gimmick side. We have to come from pure science, you know? And so we understand people are doing keto and paleo and all these, and all of those are great, right? Yeah. They're great. Whatever you want to do, great. Whatever works for your body, awesome, right? Right. And, um, but also too, like, these are great products to help supplement that weight loss. Right. And, you know, and, and I think too, what's important is that our whole thing is really helping people get on the track of creating healthy lifestyle. Right. It's not about getting in and saying, Hey, you're going to go lose 90 pounds today. It's about, listen, I know you are having a hard time just getting it started. Let us be a catalyst for you mm -hmm. to start doing things that are healthier. Right. And so we're like, hey, here are three, three things. One's a simple detox. You just take it three nights in a row, just mix it in water, drink it. You're good to go. Um, you know, the second one is a natural thermogenic. So it just boosts your metabolism, gets things going. 
right? As we get older, our, our metabolism slows down. I know, I know before I started taking the product, I felt like my metabolism was like sludge. It was slow. It was slow. Yeah. Um, and then the third one is a product that's called Trim. That what that does is it actually targets your fat, you know, hard, hard to lose fat areas, right? So under your arms, your tummy, your thighs, and that actually helps change your body composition, right? Which is, I feel is actually more important than just losing the pounds is that it's the, it's your overall body composition. I think some people have seen like, have you ever seen like those, um, those side by side photos of, of a girl and literally all that's different is like three pounds. But she looks so different because right. it's a change of her body composition. And it's teaching people to learn how to focus on that versus all this weight they, they think they need to lose when it's actually a lot of times just targeting that, you know, specific fat, you know, areas, et cetera. So, so putting those three things together, you know, combined with just some, you know, good old fashioned walking, drinking more water, you know what I mean? Cutting down on some fatty foods, et cetera. Um, you know, we've just seen people just have some really great results. And more importantly, we've seen them actually follow through with the system. It's so easy. Yeah, I just That's put I mean. it in my smoothie every morning and I'm, and I'm good to go. And I also want to talk about your energy because I've been drinking it during our whole interview. It's called Revitalize and there's no caffeine in it. But yet yeah. I'm feeling incredible energy. So I know a lot yeah. of people are addicted to energy drinks and coffee and, and that is really depleting their adrenal glands. So they're never really going to feel energetic unless they have those things. So it's kind of like a dependency. So um, can you explain how the Revitalize works? Oh my gosh. Okay. That's kind of scientific and like, I'm not just really just a little bit enough. just in like, you know, well, it's really simple. I mean, all it is, is, is it comes in a stick pack. You just mix it in a bottle of water. You're good to go. Really simple. Um, but it just has, you know, vitamins, minerals in it. Tastes super yummy, as you know. Um, has electrolytes in it, right? Great for hydration. And like you said, it doesn't have any caffeine in it. So it's like, let's just give our body what it's craving. Um, and so it's just a great, plus two, it's refreshing. So I think sometimes people are just, they want to grab something and so this is just a great alternative that you can just grab and it's refreshing. You can mix it. You can, I have people that actually will mix sparkling water with it sometimes because it's almost mm -hmm. like a little bit of a spritzer, right? So you can kind of change that up too. Um, but again, it's for us, it's just looking at, you know, what are, what are great things that we can give people to start living cleaner, right? We know everybody's form of living clean is a little bit different. And sometimes if you have never done that yet, it can seem overwhelming. Right. So it's like, let's just give people just little steps, step by step, that they can start using, you know, different products that we have to little by little start, you know, living a cleaner lifestyle. That's amazing. And listeners, you are going to get a promo code to yes. get a discount off your first product order, which I'm so excited about. One more question about how you work at home. <clears throat> I know your kids are home. They're super young. They're five and seven. So now you're doing the homeschooling. It's summertime. You can't really send them to camp. And you work with your husband at home, which it could be a lot. Even though Doesn't you that sound crazy? <laughs> I know. Even though you guys are totally in love and have a great marriage. Uh -huh. So 
how do you stay organized? How do you practice time management? How do you like organize your day working at home when there's all this energy at home? Well, I think you got to figure out what works for you, right? What works for me is not going to work for you. And, right. and how do you do it? Right? So for me, I have kids. So I, I'm, a, I'm a big time blocker. Um, the reality is my kids are little. So my time block is 15 minutes at a time. I know that sounds crazy, but I have 15 minutes till something goes down with my kids. So <laughs> <laughs> there's a meltdown, a fight, a, I need a popsicle. I mean, I, I don't know what, right? You know what I mean? So, um, so for me, I'm like, I know that. And, and, what I, and what I think is sometimes a myth for people, they think that if they, if they can block out an hour or two hours, they're going to get all this stuff done when the reality is it's like some of us, we're going to work better in smaller time blocks. Because in that you got 15 minutes and you got to jam, you got those things that you do in those 15 minutes need to be things that are moving you closer to your goal. You know what I mean? Those 15 minutes, it needs to be like everything that you're doing needs to be kind of what I call, um, you know, income producing activities, you know, in inside of my business. Right. And so I think it's, it's, I, I love it because I actually get more done in the 15 minutes, Rebecca, than if I had a two hour time block because then I'd start messing around with stuff. You know what I mean? Oh, I forgot I got to go put that laundry in the dryer. Oh, the doorbell's ringing. Oh, I need to do, you know? So I work it in 15 minute increments um, throughout my day. And, and you know what? There's some days that are awesome. And then there's some days that the, it, it's such a crazy day with my kids and, and me and how it all went down that you know what I do? I go, guys, like we all have to go to bed right now. There is nothing else to do except we all need to go to bed and we're going to start over tomorrow. Right. And that's okay. Yeah. Right. And if you give yourself some grace and you wake up and guess what? You get to go do it again. Right. So I think for, for me, it's just the time blocking I do. I definitely do like every night I do a reflection. I look at, Hey, what are the things that I did? I got done that were awesome right? You got to celebrate your wins. Like for all the women yeah. that are listening, the worst thing that we do is we never celebrate. We, we celebrate the big wins, mm -hmm. but guess what? There's, there's a whole series strung together of small wins to get you to that big win. And most people, they skip celebrating those small wins. Yeah. Totally skip it out. And so every night I celebrate a win. Like no matter how small it is, I celebrate it, pat myself on the back. So I actually write it down. Yeah, it's super important. That's awesome. It's super important, right? So figuring out at night, like, hey, what I do, that was awesome. And what are the things like, what could I maybe, what, it, what maybe happened during the day that I probably could have done a better job on? How I reacted, how I handled the situation. Did I, was I procrastinating on something, right? Whatever that is, then I just look at it and go, okay, this is how I'm going to get better at that. And then the next day I wake up and I, you know, work my day. You know, you're doing the 12 steps, Sarah, and you don't even realize it. That's the 10th step. You oh, take, that's awesome. take a, an inventory and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. But yeah, you inventory your day. And I, I've heard from people, they write a what I did well list and what yeah. I learned today list. I love that. That is really cool that you're doing that. Maybe that's why you're on such a fast trajectory of personal growth. So you and your husband are both working from home. So how does that work? Do you each have your own home office? Do you work yes. together at the same time? 
no. you guys take a work break. One takes the kids to the park and the other one's like doing conference calls. Like how do you guys work together so well as a team at home? You know what? We just learned to pick up the load when we need it. Mm -hmm. just, take the, just take the initiative and just carry. Just carry it when you need to. You know what I mean? Don't look for one person or the other to do it. Don't look for somebody to say, hey, thanks so much that you did it. Like just do it. And so we just learned how to just pick up whatever needs to get picked up at the time. You know what I mean? And we know that some days one of us is going to be off and the other one just carries the load. And we don't look at it and say, well, I'm carrying the load and you're not, you know what I mean? Like we just know that. And, and we, but we have also, we are very, very hypersensitive of making sure that we're both not down on the same day. Yes. We're both not off on the same day. You know, like there's days that I've wanted to be off, but because he's off, I had to like put my big girl underwear on and I had to like, be like, no, you, you, you can't be like that right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just, I think for us, it's just learning how to also too, you know what a big thing is, is that someone gave us great, great marriage advice. And I ask this to anyone that's ever in a great relationship. I always ask them, I'm like, Hey, give me one tip on why, why it's rocking for you. That's smart. Yeah, right? And someone shared with me, they shared with us, they said, make sure you guys always celebrate each other's differences. Aw. Always do that. Otherwise, you can get so caught up, right? And what they're not doing right or why they should be doing it better or you get frustrated or whatever and just go, hey, you know what? That's different for me and that's okay. That's yeah. what makes them you. Them, 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 Right? People so, like when marriages start to go sour and I know cause I was in one that did, you start building a case against each other when they're different. It's like, Oh, well he did this and that and that and wrong. And he built a case against me. And then it's like everything stacked against you and you got nowhere to go, but to divorce court. It's really sad. Yeah. So I really like what you said about celebrating the differences. Yeah. And I think to reminding each other when we do want to have a little, you know, spat or I always stop and I'm like, Sarah, like, is this petty right now? Like, does this really matter that you're going to talk about this? If not, like, shut your mouth. Like, exactly. I don't even say anything, you know what I mean? And, and we've, we've worked really well together, you know, that way. And, um, you know, it's, uh, I mean, we're both type A. So, I mean, we work very, very hard. I mean, when we first started our business together, our first year and a half was freaking rough. But we, we had to decide. We're like either A, we're going to sit down and we're going to figure this out together. Like, do we really want to work together? Or B, like we love each other. We're going to be married, but we're not working together. So we got to figure what do we want to do, you know? And we said, let's figure it out. So now you learned how to dance together. Yes. Yeah, it's a little, you know, he steps on my toes sometimes. And sometimes <laughs> I bump into him. But, you know, it's. It's, it's part of the deal, right? And now you guys are building this billion-dollar company, multi-billion dollar company while you're married, while you're working from home. I think it's just, it's so inspiring, Sarah. And I got to tell you, I am like just in awe of what you've been able to do in the last seven years since we had that dinner. It's like, yeah. wow, look what you've built. Like the successful marriage, the kids, the, the business. So 
I'm just really inspired. I'm so happy that we reconnected and that we're back in each other's lives. Me too. And I want my wonderful listeners to be able to be inspired by you as well. So how can people stay in touch with you? Well, social media, obviously, right? So um, my husband, both uh, my husband, Tony and myself, we're both on, we're both obviously on Facebook. Um, We have a website that's just Sarah. So S-A-R-A-H. And then and a n d tony t o n y dot com. So sarahandtony.com um, is where you can connect with us as well and follow all our crazy stuff with our kids and all that stuff. I I tend to uh, live my life on social media. I think it's fun. I love to inspire and be a light, um, as you know, because there's a lot of negativity and darkness everywhere. And I'm like, man, I got to be a lighthouse for everybody. So um, so I feel I have a big job to do on social media. You are doing it. So your social media name is what? Sarah Zalecki? Yeah, Sarah Zalecki, yep. And on Instagram, what is it? Same thing. Awesome. So definitely look her up. And then I will be putting in the show notes your promo code for your $10 off any of these amazing products, which you guys have got to try. Believe me, I was so skeptical. I was like running the other way when she asked me. And now I'm like, oh my God, what am I going to try next? I'm like, (laughs) incredible, incredible product line. And I feel like my skin is glowing after only one week on this collagen. So I'm so excited. So everyone, thank you so much for listening to the Balanced Beautiful Abundance Show. It would mean the world to me if you like this podcast, if you know anyone who would benefit to please share it with them. That is how we grow this podcast. We are not sponsored. We don't have paid advertisements. It's all through our loyal listeners and word of mouth. So thank you so much for listening, everyone. And we will see you next week with another amazing guest. Thank you so much, Sarah. You are incredible. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Bye. Who says you can't have it all? I'm proof that you can. You just have to put your life into balance. Too much of anything, money, fitness, socializing, can overtake your life. When all seven aspects of your life work in harmony, you will achieve the balanced, beautiful, and abundant life you've always dreamed of. Please subscribe to hear more inspiring interviews. Is there someone you know who could benefit from this podcast? Please share this podcast with them. Please review this podcast. Your feedback will help me target your needs and plan for upcoming shows that answer your questions and feature guest speakers that can make a big difference in your life. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Rebecca E. Whitman. Feel free to DM me to book a free balance assessment call. And don't forget, stay balanced, beautiful, and abundant.